welcome to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Joe Ritchie and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. Today's chat was with Laurent Rospar. It was a wonderful conversation to have and also a little bit tricky to write up because this was a no-holds-barred, all-over-the-place kind of conversation. Laurent has so many great stories to tell. Originally from Brittany, he's now been in Australia for just over 30 years and in fact celebrated his 30th anniversary in 2016 by cooking with a few of his chef mates, among them chefs I've also happily chatted to, Annie Smithers, Ian Curley, Pierrick Boyer. Laurent worked at Michelin-starred Maxime's and the Tour d'Argent in Paris, was the executive sous-chef at the Hyatt Hotel in Kuwait. He's owned and run his own restaurant in St Kilda, as well as led teams in several other high-profile Melbourne venues, and for the last 12 years has been the head sommelier for the Melbourne pub group. We met at the Prince Hotel in St Kilda, and Laurent took me for a walk around the building, showing me where his boutique wine bar and store Little Prince Wine is still being built, and then back in through the newly reopened pub. We sat upstairs in the dining room and I drank a glass of beautiful Pinot Gris while we talked food, wine, rugby and anything else that popped up along the way. There's always been a hangout type of thing. Um, very trendy place. Yeah. So we're going to put a... Similar wine bar, okay. cellar. Wow. Like, it's a bit quirky, a bit cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one you don't find anywhere else. Okay. <laughs> um, expensive, not cheap. Yeah. Uh, but no, not too trendy. A bit old school as well, cocktail wise and drink list, but really high quality whiskey and all that. Okay, you know? wow. I'm not think you can see much at the bottle shop, no cheap shit. No, okay. Because the club we just we opened this a uh, couple of months ago. Yeah, wow. So we know it's here last, yeah. but the two dams. This was an open, so yeah. Beautiful. Different, huh? So here we like a pub. You go, you order, you order at the bar, your food, sink comes up. Then right. uh, somebody can bring it and bring it to your table. You got a number. Old school, 60s. <laughs> Muscadet. Lovely. You like Muscadet? Yes. Nice and dry. What part of France are you from? Um, I'm from Brittany originally. Okay. I grew up in the Loire Valley. Oh, beautiful. And in Tours, in the Sèvres. Yep. And then, um, but I did my apprenticeship uh, as a chef in yeah. Paris. Yeah. As a chef for fucking long time. I'm also an ex-private player, believe it or not, I've lost like 30 kilos in the last two years, something like that. Wow. Um, yeah, so I played rugby a long time here. Yeah. I played in New Zealand. I played okay, rugby. okay, right. I was a kid. I, I lived for a year in the south of France and they were just well, yeah, mad. South East, South West. In, the, um, in the Avignon. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah so in Chateau Renard. 
yeah. So they were all crazy for rugby there. And they're always, oh, Les Old Black, Justin Cutter. And I was like... Justin Cutter played for my club. Oh, did he? We could, his name is on my locker, all the locker. The wow. lockers, I got the name who played number 10 for the racing. I used to yeah, play yeah. for them. But um, uh, different salary. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. Okay. Well. Got a little coffee or anything? Uh, no, merci. No. Thanks. Um, that's nice. It's a nice way to have a conversation that's it. on a Friday. So now I know that you're a sommelier now, but yeah. um, because my thing is a conversation with a chef, <laughs> we'll talk a little yeah, bit no, about no, no, it's right. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, yeah, chef. You can talk about chef if you want. Well, sommelier I'm, I'm, is interested, part of I'm interested in the crossover. I'm a restaurateur. I'm a hotelier yeah. restaurateur. I've had my own restaurants. I've been in this industry. I grew up in this industry. You know, I grew up yeah. like running around my great grandmother's kitchen. I grew up in. Okay, tell me about businesses. it. I want to hear about it all. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why, yeah, mainly I started working as an apprentice. I was like 15 year old. I did big restaurants in Paris. Then uh, I worked in uh, like big restaurants in Paris. Then I worked for the French Chef Society in Paris, which is La Société des Cuisines de Paris, mm-hmm. which is, you don't get in like that. You got a, you know, yeah, like okay. a bit of a. Yeah. Bit of a club, <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, you are, and then I was, so I worked like for a while there in Paris, and then I got a offer to go and work in Kuwait. Okay, um, right. So, how long how long have you been a chef at that stage? Oh, I've been a chef already for about, about eight, nine years already. Yeah. Eight, nine years already, yeah. yeah. I worked in Paris, various places in different places in France and because I like, saw that you were um, on your LinkedIn that's got um, that you're at the Ecole Hotel- Hotelier Hotelier in, Hotelier in 1975 yeah I started because in France you start at this uh, you go at trade school yes. but you go and work at the same time so yes. you one week at trade school right, right. and two weeks at, at work that's what the the, yeah. the deal is but then I extended mine a little bit because I did a CAP in cuisine and okay. the CAP in a restaurant mm. but then I extended I did another year to do a burpee which is an higher a higher level of yeah, education probably yeah. mm-hmm. professionnel yeah. and then I did a year at Le Touquet the Toilet du Touquet beautiful in the north of France like mm. very a bit like a Colville Lausanne very not posh but like when you when you do a year there when you come out of it big companies look to get you right. you know like Hyatt and all that. those is, days is it, like, is it very strict lots of yeah strict like strict in the kitchen you know yeah. those days no it's all like about people well being yeah. which is good you know, don't get me wrong you know all like equality stuff and all, mm. all things you know and it's like I'm all for it like yeah. fantastic but then it was a bit harm knocks when I was a kid so I, think, I, I played rugby, so I, I, I released a lot of uh, aggressivity. Because right. <laughs> I think it's interesting, because a lot of Kiwi chefs I've spoken to, no, not a lot, but two or three I've spoken good to, have, um, and there's a lot here in Melbourne, so they went through the army to, to learn how to I be chefs, and, and, I, and you went to the, you were in the army as well and played rugby, and I feel like sometimes those kinds of really strict rules and discipline are really good for the kitchen. Mm. But now, army, now um, it's good to have a mixture of of both but I think that that's... Army is good in the sense that 
it doesn't matter, especially in France, those days, like army is finished now, they don't know compulsory military service no. in France anymore, uh, which is good in a way. It, it, it could be good for certain people, it's not as good for other people. Um, army teach you one thing, it doesn't matter which background you come from, if you're rich, poor, this, when you good your military service, Everybody is the same shit. Mm. They all rip your clothes off, you walk naked in the big corridor, they give you two jabs for injection, a uniform, and everybody is the same. Yeah. They give you a gun and you go this way. So mm. it, it, it's good discipline, and if you don't go this way, yeah. that's the way it is. And, and it's good those, for kitchen. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. there's a hierarchy in kitchen, like you got the chef, the sous chef, the yes. chef, the party, and you know. Now they burn the bridges a little bit. The kids, they come in, they qualify, and then head chef. Yeah. 22-year-old head chef. Nothing wrong with that. If they're good, I'm sure there's plenty of good ones. I mean, I've seen plenty of good ones. Yeah. Like I was a chef de cuisine when I was 25, when I was here. Yeah. I was probably the youngest. I was the youngest chef de cuisine for all Hyatt all over the world, actually. Wow. In, when I opened Maxis at the Hyatt in 86. Yeah. With Kevin Donovan down there. He was assistant food and beverage manager and a few other chefs down there, Ian Curley, all these boys. Oh, wow, all yeah, all yeah. in the same team, we all arrive at the same time. Okay. So you've been here for a long time. 34 years. Mm. I did a 30 year anniversary of me being in Australia here with this dinner. Um, I got Philippe Mouchel came at the same time. Philippe Mouchel cooked with me. Ian Curley came, Annie Smithers. Mm. Well, I, I did, everybody did the dish. I've spoken to Annie yeah. and Ian. <laughs> They, I, have, they are my chefs as well. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we did the dinner. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I did um, I did a, I did a soup actually. I did a, a Brittany crab uh, mm. bisque. Yeah. And Charlie did. Oh, I'm trying to find it. Look at my. Well, what's your f- philosophy on cooking? Because Annie Smith and I girl. said oh, she's good. Annie. I said it's an it's an art form. Oh, so gorgeous. No, I've got to keep working because I've got two new yeah, little monkeys. Right. Uh, Annie Smithers. And I said it's an art form, and she said, no, it's a trade. I just she's cooked, a, good man on mine. T- a cooked dinner. I love her. and She's a good man on mine. But Annie. it does feel like an art. Like, I think the way that Annie Smithers cooks tea is different to how I cook tea. She's much better, obviously. <laughs> it is an art she's form. She's been doing it for a while. Yes. She cooks a bit like my grandmother used to cook. Yeah. She's good. Like she's, I like the rusticity of it. The, the finesse in the rusticity is good. Yeah. It's like some wines. You know, some wines are a bit rustic. Mm. But in that rusty city, they got some elegance. Yeah. You know? So it's just like a lot of wines are like that. Especially mm. if you get like wines which are not from the noble wine region that everybody expects from Bordeaux or Burgundy. Yeah. Everybody wants fucking Burgundy. Jesus. You know? Like $5,000 bottles, some of them. Most yeah. of them. Is that just because of the name? And that's what people associate with it? Yeah, it's just. Education. Pinot wankers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I've got. I always go for Côte d'Iron just because that's where I lived. So I'm always like, oh, yeah. GSM. <laughs> yeah. GSM. Good Côte d'Iron. We make yeah. good Côte d'Iron in Australia. Yeah. Mitchelton. Okay. Make a uh, Crescent. Beautiful. Mm. Côte d'Iron style wine. Yeah. There's good climate. Iskit. Very good for Côte d'Iron style wine. Mm. But um, chef is. I enjoy being a chef. I think I'll go back as a chef one day. I know I'm uh, maybe a bit old still, but like, uh, I think like. I'll do something like any. I've got a little, uh, me and uh, my wife, the one you met, the, the mm. young one there, um, she owns a little vineyard in Banya, in Gippsland. Oh, wow. 
now. But she inherited from her mom. We lost it uh, last year in the bushfire. Uh, the grain, the, the grange and the, and the vineyard, we lost most of it, but uh, we saved the house. So I was, I was starting getting, putting a little farm to the, like Anis Mises over, mm. over there, like one entree, one main That'd course, be so one good. dessert. Yeah, perfect. I was starting doing the wine and all that, but so now it's going to be a bit of a setback. Yeah. Plus the kids are a bit too small, so. Uh, but I'll go back as a chef. Yeah. Okay. So, because when you did the dinner with Annie and um, Philippe um, and Ian Curley, was it, that would, must have been fun getting in. And, yeah, I'll show you. Yeah. Especially Curley. Curley is like me, he's got a mask, foul mask. I'm holding myself here just to make sure because I know you recorded the stuff, but like. Well, look, my, my, my chat with Peter Gunn um, was oh. full of that, so. <laughs> I used to make, I used to make uh, Gordon Ramsay look like a little girl, man. <laughs> Because <laughs> Kelly said, You got a far mask, Rosper. Uh, see, what is it? 16 then? 16 September. Do you remember? September 16. It was, it was pretty cool. There you go. So, Kelly did that. Oh, wow. The little thing. Philippe Mouchel did the beef. Yes. Beautiful. It looks fine, you know. Uh, man of mine did the cake. That's me, but uh, that's man of mine did the cake from Le Petit Pie. Um, what's his name? Um, uh, Pierre Boyer. Oh, I've spoken to him too, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. did the cake. It's oh, a good great. man of mine. We work at the I he opened the ICV with him. Yeah. The new one there. He's lovely. Yeah. He gave me a cake too. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so he did the cake for me. I did the Petit Four. Wow. So you're across everything, patisserie and... I'm very with patisserie. Patisserie is my forte. Mm. You've got to be very precise with patisserie. Yeah, I like that. They're fucking cool. Patisserie. <laughs> 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 it was, uh, I did that, the bisque. Oh, so it's a bisque yeah. crab, uh, yeah. soup d'étri, and with uh, crab meat, little uh, croutons of cheese, of uh, just... Little flight of wow, cheese. Wow, beautiful. Cool. So, what what is it about hospitality and food and wine that you obviously love to have kept you in it? Yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm just like, I don't know, sometimes it's just, yeah, you, what do you think about hospitality? I think people are too spoiled in this town. They need to go somewhere else. And have a the workers or the diners? Diners. Yeah. Too spoiled. Mm. And all these things, they got now. All no. these things. Because they're demanding, vegan, yeah. Vegan, gluten-free, <laughs> fuck me. Vegan wine, you got any organic wine? You got any... Is there wine with no sulfate on your wine list? No. What do you mean, no? No, you can't do it. I'm trying to put this... <laughs> do you think... Oh, but I bought this a bullshit. He bullshitted you. <laughs> Don't you think so? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with them? It's, all, it's just like everybody's got attention thinking problem, I think. Mm. Right. Spoiler, so spoiled. Mm. Can I, like, people gonna buy a glass of wine? Can I try a little bit of this? Can might you buy a new house or a glass of wine? Just, <laughs> just, just, just like, this is delicious, by the way. Melon Bourgogne is called uh, the grape, mm. it's come from the western Loire Valley. That's mm. the best wine to have with oysters. Mm. This wine with oysters and a piece of rye bread and salted butter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's got quite a, um, yeah, it's got, 
Yeah. And the batonnage. It smells like sulfur a little bit because it's, yeah. it's on lees. So oh, yeah, wow. It's mature on lees. So a bit like champagne. Yeah. So, so has wine always been just part of what you've done and now... Always been in, in, yeah, in yeah. wine since a young age. Like I, my grandfather used to bottle his own wine. We used to have vineyards, uh, grapes. Uh, my dad bottled his own stuff. And always been in. And then been in the industry and own restaurants. So I used to buy the wine. And yeah. Like, and I've got massive memory. Yeah. Like my wife always tried to trick me every day. Every day. She's like, don't stare. Anyway, somebody bring a glass of wine, try something. She goes, "What's this?" But the kids, these pricks, always try to get. What's this? At weddings, <laughs> at weddings, they try their wedding function. Oh, Laurent, get it. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Fuck! How do you do that? Just remember my yeah. memories. That's what I'm always amazed. Um, the repertoire of of flavors and flavor profiles that chefs have as well. Yeah. To be able to think, oh, this will go with that because I remember this. Um, combination memories it's all about memories working on things and believe it or not I don't drink really so you just smell it you know oh my god I don't drink (laughs) I don't drink I never touched the yayo either so wow never so it's incredible so it is all just smell yeah so just it oh I used to drink Mm. but uh, I got coke about 15 years ago so I haven't had drinks yeah like, but you like working with wine still? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. And there's so much, so much things, so much different things. And uh, I'm a bit conservative about what I like, I think. And I've got preference, which I should not have as a sommelier. You should be a bit more partial than I am. But I've got uh, memories and stories in my head, mm. which I relate to certain region and certain wine I liked and you know, occasion when I like that and this and it's all about memories yeah. like remembering what something smells like dishes like my grandmother's Brittany butter cake never had anything like it you know it's just like I remember as a kid putting my coffee cool oh, yeah. so good yeah. you know things like that you know right. I still do it me but like I'm, I make sure my kids have some Yeah. you know things I do at home and like recipes and which which my yeah. kids like they oh daddy can have some fluffy brioche toasted with salted butter it's not even for mine <laughs> oh, you know? I see. I see. you're actually bre- you're breeding these people you're uh, breeding yeah, them. I know. I know. It's just like, so but it's like they come to the problem they like this is good chips daddy they good chips these chips well, you, what's the bad chip? This one we had last time over there, they were no good chips. Wow. Just wait till they've got an Instagram account and they'll be <laughs> photographing them. I yeah. just put one in my phone, the kids are there, marketing. They say, yeah. oh, you got to have Instagram now. So they look at my Instagram, they go, it's a disgrace your Instagram now. You only have rugby shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. Look at my Instagram, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really. I don't know anything about rugby. Yeah, exactly. Despite being a Kiwi, Michelton Scott team top catalogs. Wow, oh, rugby. Wow, or oh, rugby. That's true. Oh. That whole um, memory of food thing, um, like it's Proustian, isn't it? That biting into the Madeleine and then being transported back to his childhood. That's that. That created whole. Yeah, see, like what you got in New Zealand, puha. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. You know, like I met, met some my Kiwis, like yeah. I go to the airport. All my mates are Kiwis here. Yeah. All. Because we are the best. No, no, because like uh, rugby, yeah. so rugby. Oh, because rugby. <laughs> For Kiwi <laughs> boys, yeah. 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 I, I, I caught, when I sold my restaurant, I had a restaurant in Fisro Street for four or five years. And when I sold it, I, I did my ticket to both rugby, so I went and coached uh, ah. Kiwi also. Okay. All Kiwis, on all coconuts. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. And even when I played here for the. When I played, they used to call me the white coconut. <laughs> white coconut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Do you tend to cook French style food? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No, I do a bit of Asian stuff things. Like sometimes I, I, I just eat up a bit. But, uh, eating hard, I, uh, we try. To, I try to take the kids out to a restaurant every week. So you know, like even if it's just a good pizza place, or mm. uh, you know, so they. they they try to, I try to see, like, they go, they go, they be at well, they go to the pub with me. Just oh, I think it's important, yeah. Uh, so how long have you been at the Prince? Uh, since we bought Melbourne Pub Group. So Melbourne okay. Pub Group, we started in 2006, mm. 2005. Uh, November 2005, we started the Albert Park Hotel. We opened the Albert Park Hotel. Yeah. That was massive, that thing. And then, then I went to Hong Kong. I went to work in Hong Kong. I was there. Always, but but from that time you were as a sommelier. Uh, yeah, I opened the Albert Park at the as a some and Fulham Bridge. Do you have to? Did you have to do any certificates or anything to become a sommelier, or is it just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just what I say it all this, but I guess I got good memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went like I didn't even study for the thing. <laughs> yeah. Just like, do you fucking? Did you, did you buy the book? No, did <laughs> Wow, yeah. Uh, plus the French stuff, easy, Italian yeah. stuff, easy, that's Spanish. What do you need to know, wine types or, was, or actual vineyards? Or? Yeah, or some of them like a bit other, other level to go and things, but you, yeah, you just learn it. Yeah. But you see some kids, like, you know, like I've got a couple of kids doing it, how do you know? You yeah. just know. Yeah. As far, yeah, like good memory, like yeah. amazing. Like I, I reckon I could go to a casino and count cards and see what happened. Yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. The same, like, <laughs> <it's> so, <just laughs> so what's your role then? So if people come in and they want you to recommend them a wine, mm-hmm. how, like what? Just tell them what to have, but just yeah. have a, one quick look at them and know what they're gonna have anyway. Really, really. You can pick whatever. What yeah, would you, you always get the... What would you have said for me, just looking at me, but before I said... Yeah, Pinot Gris. Yeah. yeah. I do like red wine. I actually yeah. really, I really like rosé. But I've moved on from rosé now. It's, summer's gone. Yeah, plus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kiwi, Kiwi's what's it? Yeah, Kiwi girl. Bro. Plus you, yeah, teacher, Kiwi. Yeah, so like, with the Bob Z mom thing, you always say, yeah, Pinot Gris. No, the the Bob Bay I can't play that <laughs> quite elegant thing. Oh, you know? right, right, right. So yeah. You look like you could live in Torek, you know what I mean? So yeah, we have some pinot gris. I saw so you go very like elegant. Chic. Oh, oh right, thanks, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we have some pinot gris, yeah. Or oh, rose, yeah. Mm. French rose. Yeah. 
Côte de... Uh, Côte de... What do I like? Côte de Ventoux. Côte de Ventoux. Oh, um, well, I like Listel. Listel? Mm. That's nice. Yeah. I like Bondol. Yeah, Bondol. Yes. Bondol. Grenache. Yeah, that's so true. I went to a wedding in Perpignan and um, the wine round there, oh, good wine um, there. down there is beautiful. Perpignan, Cahors. Yeah. Beautiful. Really, oh, yeah, really minerally and limestone. Yeah, but the red, the red, the red, strong, big and rustic. Beautiful. You need to have some food. If you don't have food with it, like you're, you feel like your teeth are fully apostle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went to a wine tasting in the Chateau in Perpignan. What is it? Like the... I can't even remember who was there, like the some principality or something. Um, but anyway, it was a big empty ch- chateau, and they had this wine tasting there. And I walked in and said, "Oh, je ne suis pas de la région." And then the man was like, "Oh, quelle région?" And la Nouvelle-Zélande. And then I had to talk about rugby, and then I got to taste the wine. Yeah, I couldn't talk about rugby. Could rugby in Perpignan? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, you, um, when I see like. It sounds, it sounds a bit, you know, a bit uh, funny what I said. But like people, they are, like the kids are, if I work, I don't work that many nights anymore. I just do probably one night or two nights. But I know most of the customers in yeah. Melbourne. I've been here so long. So I know most of people like all the the high flyers and mm. the one who spend, the one who don't spend, the one who they could spend. And yeah. You, you get always the middle-aged tosser with a 25-year-old girlfriend, a secretary who tried to show off. These ones, I fixed them up. Uh, <laughs> this one, I fixed them up. So you've got a vigilante kind of side as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's all right. The, 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 I, you know, but I can pick, you know, like, I'm, since I'm, the, the kids, uh, if they see, like, they don't, they say, oh, Lauren, this guy wants to talk to you, they come and get me, and then I go and do that thing. But if they see I'm not going to, get any things they go they don't bother calling Laurent for these guys because there's no need yeah, <laughs> no yeah, need yeah, but yeah. You, you know and then you got but I've, I've been I've done some big sales here like we've been now here for 2009 we bought this from the Van Andels and I've had some like as six months ago I sold two bottles of wine for $98,000 each now, just explain to me uh, yeah, why. Yeah, there's no explanation, so, Mike. But I don't, because I, look, I like wine, but I'm happy spending, if I spend Collectors. $40 on a bottle, but how, but how, how do people even put that price on the wine? How do, I how do, do that. I decide. Right. I've got the wine. I'm the only one who's got that wine. Nobody else got it. So you want it or you don't want it. The guy flew from Hong Kong to go on a But why is it? Why, why has it got that much value? That's what it is. Romani Conti, La Romane. The guy flew from Hong Kong, he called me first, he said, I'm flying to Melbourne, you got this one in your cellar, I know, I want to have a look at it, I'm ready to buy it. I said, but if you fly from Hong Kong in first class, I'm sure you're ready to buy it. And then uh, he, um, he came in the cellar, he said, yeah, no worries, uh, I buy them. And I said, you want to pay? He said, I pay now. I said, you want me to pack them up and you take them with you, or you want me to send them in Hong Kong in a, in a box? And he said, oh, send them to me. I said, I charge you $6,000 insurance, in case they lost it, or they fucking yeah. break it, yeah, yeah. whatever they do with it. 
once it's gone, I don't give a shit. And then uh, he said, okay, how much should we say? 98,000. He said, you got anything else? I said, yeah, with this and that, if you want. This is not that I'll do for today. And he went downstairs. Is it, is it to drink or is it no, no, to No, no, you already sell sold them, already sold them to somebody else. But this, that's Romane Contes, that's what you call. But then there are two Chinese kids who came in here, 25 year old kids, they're sitting on that table. They say, Oh, I heard you got Romane Conti here. I say, Yeah, they say, Oh, you got Latash? I say, Yeah, what year? I said, No, I remember, it was or seven or six. I say, uh, Yeah, he uh, said, Can we have one ball for lunchtime? I say, No, it's, I said, Give me your credit card. And I say, He said, Oh, what do you mean? I say, Well, 20 is gone. You pay first and I bring the fucking bottle, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, all right, that's a bit... Uh, I said, that's the way... What do you think yeah, you're yeah. going to do? Open the thing, you don't like it, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pretend you drink half of it, and... What yeah. world you live in, you know? I didn't say it like that, but... No. I said, yeah. So he paid for it. 20 gone. It was just 20 gone, that one. And then he, um, he drank it at lunch, finished lunch. Um, he's paying at the till over there. He goes, you got another one I could have take away? <laughs> I said, he said, you're going to give me a discount if I buy another one? I said, for take away? I said, no, I'll tell you what, I'm going to charge you 10% more just for you arrogant. It it, to, to taking it out of it. Yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, okay. So I charge him $31,000. What? But I've got guys I'm coming. I'm in the wrong job. I'm in the wrong no, job. No, it's not. That, like, I didn't get any money for it. Well, I... I bought it for a lot less than I sold it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to tell you how much I bought it for. <laughs> you freak out. <laughs> but oh. that's what I do. I buy wine. That's yeah. where I'm very strong. Because I buy Where do you buy it from? So if you just everywhere. finger on the pulse everywhere, okay. Everywhere. But I buy, like, you'll see when we open that little bottle shop. There's stuff here. People, they already know I'm going to put this on the shelf. They're waiting for me to put it on the shelf and come down. But your bottle store is also going to have wines that I can buy, right? Yeah, yeah. How much is your budget? 40? Yeah, plenty. But what about other people? 20? 20? Yeah, there would be. Okay. You have not many of them. But <laughs> you, you don't want 20 to, uh, to take home. Yeah, you do? Not yeah, sure. bottle of French Rosé. Yeah. 25. Okay. Yeah. Something decent, 25. After, after 25. So, in Australian wines, are they, are they all that expensive? Yeah, but we own a winery, so we can, we can, we can sell wine for. We own a couple of wineries actually now, oh. so... What yeah. are your wineries? Uh, Mitchelton in oh, Nangami. Right. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, Mitchelton in Nangami. Yeah, because uh, um, Dan, one of the Dans. Wait, Dans? Well, third Dan, fourth Dan? Yeah, you know, I spoke to Dan Cooper and Dan... Ah, uh, Dan Cooper, Dan Hawkins. The Hawkins. Kill goes... Boy. Yes, he is. Yeah, Kill Boy, you call him? Yeah. Yeah. And he goes... The British chef in Melbourne. Yeah, that's right. Um, He's a real Kiwi, that one. I know, he goes yeah. hunting and fishing. Yeah, like so me, great. I go hunting and Do fishing. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So great. When I, when I was um, living in the south of France, the friends I made um, always invited me for dinner and there'd always be 20 people and someone would have you know, got a, um, a sanglier, a civet de sanglier and someone else would have brought something else. And it's always, they were yeah, really yeah. big so, fishermen and hunters, I loved that's it. That's it, like Dan, Dan, he, lo- Dan, he loves it. He goes, he should work a bit more, actually. He's a freak, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Uh, he got great. bow hunting too, hardcore. 
<coughs> you want a rosé? You want a rosé? No, 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 I'm fine. You should want a, you want a nod? Right? Try your, you want a red from the Loire Valley too? I'll give you a red from the Loire Valley. That's Cabernet That's That's my favorite grape okay. as a red. Like I said, I should not have preferences as a sommelier, but you should not. That's my favorite grape. Cabernet Franc from the Loire Valley. Chinon Bourgueil, Saint Nicolas de Bourgueil. Perfect with food. Amazing to cook fish in that. We cook. How good is that? It's so good. Sometimes I'm disappointed. Often I'm disappointed by wine because I don't know what I'm doing when I choose wine. This is what I want. That's the feeling I want to have. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. That's Remember that Cabernet Franc from the Loire Valley, and it's yeah. not too expensive, it's very underrated. And like we cook fish with this in uh, in the Loire Valley, like mm. we do a, a hill stew cooked in red wine, like that. Yeah. I used to do a one no bone, just a fish stew cooked in red wine. I used to serve little deep fried oysters in beer butter with it, yeah, a bit of bacon and things like amazing, yeah. But this to drink, perfect, it's perfect. I just went to the Loire Valley for the first time in 2012. Um, I just loved it. I just, went, I just went by myself and I drove around the castles. It's good, huh? What, um, so you went, so Kuwait was your first move away from France? Yeah, Kuwait. Uh, I worked a little bit and uh, when I came back here, I went to uh, America. I worked a little bit uh, with a couple of mates of mine in Los Angeles. I did a couple of gigs there. I opened a couple of restaurants with them. And but you then... never thought of going back to France? Yeah. Sean is trying to push me. She said, oh, we should do six months there, six months here, and oh, we should do maybe a couple of years. Like, my sister's got a couple of restaurants in France, and she said, we well, should go in business with your sister, and we do two, three years for the kids. That's cool there, and so they learn French and all that. Yeah. And especially, like, in the Basque area, with my mom knows My sister, my nephew is a captain on a fishing boat in, uh, in Cap Breton, mm-hmm. in, in the Basque area, next to Biarritz and yeah. all that. And, um, no, but I went from Kuwait, then Kuwait, I was working for Hyatt, and I was executive sous chef at the Hyatt in Kuwait, and then um, Hyatt International had an argument with the owner of the building of the Hyatt, and so they broke the contract, they left me there in transition because uh, the new people were to run themselves again so they left me there and then they sent me a contract to come to Australia to work to open Hyatt and Collins in Australia so they said oh, go back to Paris you do your uh, visa we send all the papers to do so those days like the visa to work here not like no yeah. shambles or all this shit yeah. so um, I went Back to Paris, French to the embassy, and they did my thing, and then uh, I said, oh, fuck, rugby, surf, seems to be a good life in Australia, <laughs> 25 year old. Yeah. And so I just came here, and I was two year contract, and then um, they start making me around a bit, the Hyatt, and they say, oh, we want to send you to Korea, we want to, or maybe you want to go and open the new uh, Hyatt in Los, in, uh, in Los Angeles, in San Francisco, and I said, fuck it, I want to stay here. Yeah. And so I just stayed here, and I, be, I went to, I was the head chef at Rogalski in South Melbourne. How long have you been here? Uh, nine years. Yeah. Rogalski used to be a very famous three-hat restaurant, two-hat restaurant in South Melbourne in Clarendon Street then become Estes Test after that and oh yes yeah these guys 
but Tony Rogalski was a very famous restaurateur and and then uh, so I, I went there as a head chef I got him his third hat in a good food guy so it was like Hardly anyone has three hats now. Yeah, I had three hats. I'm the only chef in Melbourne. Pas gros pour three hats. I try to remind the chef sometimes. Like we saw Paul Wilson. Chef, uh, you remember me saying, I'm the only guy who had three hats in the group of Gallier so far. Like a prick. Yeah, so I got him last day. And then after that, I opened Call Session in the city. You know, then I did few, few, few things like restaurant La Brasserie at the Como. Okay. Like now it's busy. I'm in restaurant Street for a few years and then I went to Canberra to open Benchmark Wine Bar for Melamoy as food and beverage manager, more like a chef. And then uh, I got Krog in Canberra, so I came back to Melbourne. And then the guys went to open the Albert Park, so I did that mm. for about six cents. Then I went to Hong Kong. Hong Kong, I was the GM of a massive group. I was like uh, general manager for Epicurean. Group. Okay, wow. So we had about 50 or so restaurants, about 6,000 employees. So I used to do the menu for some of the restaurants, like all the French ones. So I used to do all the, all the French menu. I used to show all the Chinese kids, showtime, do this, do that, bisque, this, ratatouille, all this, like big, big French brasserie, like yeah. massive, like beautiful restaurant. Yeah. Plenty of money, guy, multi-billionaire, the guy who owned the whole group. And I had like carte blanche to do whatever I wanted. And then, um, then my old man died. So a year and a half, I was young, and all died in France, like suddenly. So I just went, I had to go back and do all the shit I left and came back here and uh, Jerry Ryan and say, oh, come back home. Yeah. So like, literally the day I came back, so, Get the back. And then we opened the middle park, then we opened the new market, and then we opened, and then we reopened here. We took this 10, like 9, 10 years ago. Then he bought Mitchell's winery and mm. St. Hubert and stuff. Yeah. He's the, now yeah. the world, that guy. Yeah, Just yeah. put his money where his mouth is too. Oh, yeah. He owns the Melbourne Stone. <laughs> you know, the, you know the cycling team, Green Age cycling team, he owns that team. Oh my goodness. Mitchell and South Scott, like... It's, it's another realm. Another realm. <laughs> you know, it's like... Yeah, yeah. Different. So yeah. when will the wine store be open? Two weeks, I reckon. It didn't look like it. <laughs> so I'm doing, I've done the menu, the food is cool. I've done the menu for... Oh, so you can eat in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, tell me about it, tell me yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, so um, just simple, half a dozen dishes. But change like three, four every day. Yeah. But simple things like uh, uh, yeah, I put some things together. So I it's going to have shelves of wine, so you can buy wine, buy wine to take but home. All the it's at it's at it's at top price. So all the okay. wine on the shelf is at top price. Yeah. So you grab a bottle, you stay in the wine bar. We've got a little cocktail list as well, and wine bottle, two, three wine bottle glass, which I change every day. Yeah. And four, five items of food, which I change every day. And I'll do. I'm just. I'm going to show you. I'll send you the menu. So, so you buy a bottle of wine. Yeah. You go and sit in the pub with it. You know the the kids give you a couple of glasses. Or depends. Or I give you a couple of glasses and. Uh, 
depends what is it as well you know if it's like something a bit with a bit of age like there are a lot of collection things like so if something a bit difficult i'll open it for you mm. and you have it in there and you know and it'll print and if you want to take it on i just take 30 percent off yeah and you go home with it Perfect. So take away 30% of the price. Like it. Uh, and you say there's going to be nothing, there's nothing else like that in Melbourne. Yes, I'm sure like there's a couple of people do things like that, but not selling what I'm going to sell. Okay. Anyway, thank you. It's all right, Merci. And no, thank you for the wine. It's all right. It's beautiful. It's all right. Anyway, I'll come back see, to your yeah, wine yeah, store. Yeah, the, the wine store, you'll see, very, um, yeah, a bit quirky. Like the food, have a look, the food I sent you. I will. It's cool. You've been listening to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to read the full transcript of the conversation, you can go to www.conversationwithachef.com or follow me on Instagram so you'll always be up to date with the latest conversation.